Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of All Aboard the J-Train. This is your host, J-Train. I'm going to try to get back to making this a weekly deal, but depending on what I got going in my family and professional life, it may not happen. Anyway, today I'm going to be talking about what it's like to get married in Vegas. The very popular destination for weddings has been for quite some time. Start you off with some stats here. There are 120,000 weddings performed annually just in Vegas alone, not even the whole of Nevada. That equals out to about 328 a day. That's a lot of weddings. <laughs> There's 50 chapels. The most popular chapels are Graceland and Little White Wedding Chapel, which is actually where my parents were married way back in 1978. You can get married while mildly inebriated, so if you want to have some pre-ceremony cocktails, that's fine. But they will not allow you to get married if you're obviously seriously intoxicated. I know movies and TV shows from the 90s especially, and 80s, show people just wandering into the chapel, absolutely shit-faced, and being allowed to get married. And, you know, maybe that was okay back then, but now they're a lot more careful. The marriage isn't legal without a license. To get the license, you have to be absolutely sober. When my husband and I got our marriage license, they actually had a plaque in the county clerk's office that said, we will not issue you a license if you are drunk. Which is probably for the best. Your license is valid for one year after the issue date. We only waited a week. We considered getting married the same day that we got the license, but weren't dressed for it. Plus there was a special date that we wanted to keep. So we waited. You have to be 18 and have some form of ID, like your license, passport, or social security card. I guess they don't have the uh, exception for, you know, getting married if you're 16 or 17 with a parent's permission. An all-inclusive wedding can cost between $3,000 and $10,000. Ceremony only averages around 700 to 1300 and for an indoor wedding 600 to 900 now <laughs> those prices must have gone up since my husband and i got married because ours was only about 300 dollars if i remember correctly and that's because we wanted people there if it's just the two of you it's even cheaper but keep in mind that you gotta tip your pastor, minister, whatever they want to call themselves. It's just a thing. I think you're supposed to tip them no matter where you get married. Because I've heard people doing that at like chapels and synagogues and whatnot. So, anyway, when A and I got married, like I said, we went the week before to get the license because 
we already had the ceremony date and time set being as how we'd have to go from a neighboring state we didn't know if we'd have enough time to get the license before the ceremony so we went the week before my cousin JB who I mentioned before was awesome enough to drive us so we get there and you know we show them our IDs and then we fill out all the necessary paperwork we got the license and then A and I well, we debated getting married right away but <laughs> we were both dressed in jeans and t-shirts we didn't have our rings basically completely unprepared plus we wanted to keep a special day to do it because we just have a thing with twos and we decided to get married on a 22 if we got married the week before it would have been a 15 completely blowing our nice two thing there so <clears throat> we took a picture outside the license office and it looked really cool. We were really happy. Went home. And first thing I did was to lock the license away to make absolutely sure I didn't lose it. The next week rolls around. The night before, I get all prepared. I have my dress ready to go. My bag packed because we plan to stay there for a week following the ceremony. I put my dress on top and then on top of that I put our rings and our license so that I wouldn't have to search for anything when we got there. I could just go. Well, we were going to have a friend of ours drive us as uh, either A or I had a license at the time. Well, the night before, our, our buddy, CF, he texts me and says, uh, sorry, but I got my car inspected today, and the guy said it's not going to make a trip to Vegas. You're going to have to find another way. I was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> so, JB calls me, and I am in an absolute panic. Just crying because I don't know how we're gonna get there now because I didn't think we could get a shuttle to be there in time. JB goes, you know what? I'll talk to my supervisor, see if I can get the day off, and I'll take you guys down. So I was so ecstatic. Texted my soon-to-be husband, texted our friend, like, we got this plan, we're good. Next morning, I'm all ready to go, and then JB texts me, say she's got some trouble with oil in her car, or some engine, something like that. She's gonna be a little late. Trying to stay calm, let everybody know. Running a little behind schedule, but we'll be all right. Because there's a hour difference between our state and Vegas. Finally, we leave. Pick up everybody, get going. We stop 
in a nearby city get some munchies for the road because you kind of have to do that you can't do that long a drive without having some snacks we're having a great time uh, I don't know what slowed us down but we, we for some reason cutting it really close oh I know what it was <laughs> The chapel was actually inside of a professional building. We didn't know that. So we were driving around trying to find the chapel itself. And the address wasn't helping us at all. And then we finally figured out, hey, this nice chapel is inside of this big ass drab gray building with a whole bunch of other businesses too. So. Uh, my, my soon-to-be husband, A, he actually changed into his outfit while we were on the outskirts of Vegas because we knew we were cutting it close. <laughs> he, uh, he just put on his button-up shirt and his tie and then his slacks over the clothes he was already wearing. The way I kind of saw it was, you know, Everybody who was in that vehicle pretty much knew what a guy looked like, so it wouldn't have been too terrible, you know, if he'd gotten dressed correctly, but, you know, whatever made him feel more comfortable. Then we got to outside the building of the chapel. Then it was time for me to get dressed. That was definitely more awkward, because I couldn't just put my dress on over what I was wearing. Now they have dresses that you can rent inside the chapels, but I didn't really want to pay for that. The dress I wore was only 20 bucks. Yay me! <laughs> uh, some, of, some of their dresses are nice. Some are old fashioned with like the big puffy sleeves and a gajillion buttons. But they are available if that's what you want. So anyway, we're parked outside the professional building and uh, let's see my cousin and my fiance were standing on one side of the van and our buddy was standing on the other side to block people's view of the uh, windows and I found out that there was actually some guy that was standing outside like panhandling or something and he was trying to look inside the van so that's kind of creepy but my sister helped me get changed and I got dressed. And she gave me a necklace as my something borrowed, which was really special to her because her mom had given it to my sister Elle when her first son was born, who unfortunately passed away. And then I brought makeup to put on decided I didn't have time for it because we were cutting it so close. Then once I was all ready, we ran we literally ran into the chapel. <laughs> Got there right as our ceremony was scheduled. Then we had to fill out even more paperwork with the minister. And unbeknownst to us, it was kind of a religious focused chapel so if you 
are going to get married in Vegas, you should probably check out that sort of thing. If you're not religious or a different religion than what that chapel practices. So we filled out all this paperwork. Made sure we had the license and the rings. And then uh, my cousin, my sister, and our friend sat down in the pews. A was taken to the front. And then I had I did the walk down the aisle. And the pastor during the ceremony talked about so much God-centered stuff. Now I I have no problem with that. I just didn't expect it to drag on for as long as it did during the ceremony. Because he went on on. There's actually a picture of A and I just standing there kind of staring at him like okay let's get this show on the road finally you know he pronounces us and we do the kiss one cool thing was uh, technically my wedding package didn't include a bouquet to use but they let me use it anyway and it was some Beautiful red roses. Pretty sure they were fake, but you know, that doesn't matter. Uh, then they did the song At Last by Eddie James for us to do a dance to, which I don't think I was expecting, but it was still pretty cool. And of course, I was crying the whole time I was saying my vows. We did a ring exchange. I know there's some couples that don't do that. But, you know, if you want to, it's the option. Since our party got there right on time, and we didn't expect all the extra stuff that came along with it, there was another group that was waiting as we were getting ready to leave but it looked like the bride had rented one of the chapel dresses so she got she had to you know take time to get dressed anyway so I guess that uh, allowed us the few extra minutes we needed and then we got a picture of A and I walking down the stairs because the chapel was on like the second or third level and the building didn't have an elevator which doesn't make any fucking sense and it wasn't until after when I saw that picture because I didn't have actual pantyhose it was just uh, the knee-high kind I didn't realize that it, it didn't go all the way up under my dress and it was just kind of my knees were just kind of hanging out and in retrospect I thought wow that looks fucking tacky but I brought that up to my husband and he told me you know I didn't really care about how you looked with those knee highs all I could think about was actually getting you out of that dress and that actually kind of made me feel good so following the ceremony the five of us actually 
it was six because at the time my sister's estranged husband was going through to visit her and their children. So he joined us for dinner. And we went to Circus Circus, I believe, because that's where A and I had planned to spend our honeymoon. Because it's like the, the cheapest actual hotel in Vegas, at least it was, I don't know about now, especially since the pandemic and, you know, everybody having to catch up on their revenue. Anyway, so we went to a buffet there. It's $25 a person, which kind of sounds steep, but when you consider it's Vegas and it's a huge all-you-can-eat buffet, I guess it's really not that bad. So, we split the cost, which made it not quite so harsh on both of us. The six of us ate and laughed, had a great time, took some pictures. Instead of a wedding cake, we just had pie. And of course we got that obligatory picture of A and I feeding each other a fork full of pie. Aww. Then afterwards, Everybody walked us up to our hotel room. I think back then it was only 25 a night, so it was pretty good. And we got some more pictures there. One of our buddies, CK, standing in front of the window. I don't remember why we took that one. Some of my sister and I. One of A and I laying on a bed, and as great as it was to have our family and friend there, honestly, in my brain, I was thinking, all right, you people can go now. I kind of want to consummate this marriage. Not to say that, you know, it was something new, because we had lost our virginity a long time before that, but still, I guess the first time when you're married, it's a big deal. Oops. Pretty soon, you know, hugs, kisses, thank yous all around. Uh, a sister and her then husband, they drove off together. And then JB and CK, they went back to our home state in the van that all of us had driven out in. I kind of wonder what that was like for them, if there was, you know, actual conversation or if it was super awkward with just the two of them sitting in the car for, you know, two and a half, three hours. Might have been weird. I don't know. So, you know, wedding night, super special, all that stuff. Then the rest of our honeymoon didn't really get to do things that I wanted to, like there's some big aquarium at one of the hotels, I don't remember which one. I wanted to go see it, but we never got around to it, that's alright. I'd say the worst part was we got suckered into one of those timeshare presentations in exchange for tickets to a show, or a few shows. Don't fucking let those people sucker you into that. I should have known, 
and they insisted we get on a bus and go somewhere else, that we shouldn't have done it. Because we wasted the majority of a day sitting there, listening to something we had zero interest in to get tickets to only one thing that we were, we actually wanted. And then the rest were just kind of a waste of time. And by the time it got around to us doing kind of a one-on-one -on -one with a agent or whatever they call themselves, I was downright pissed and I straight up told the guy, look, we don't have any interest in your stupid company. We just wanted to get our tickets and go. So finally we got driven back to the strip, dropped off. Ah, uh, jeez, I can't even remember where it was we really wanted to go. I think it was some kind of museum? Ah, uh, anyway. So, we got tickets for maybe three different places. And we got to round to two of them. Because we didn't make it back to the strip until early afternoon. At which point I was just fucking fed up. But that night, we went to the Stratosphere, which is a place I'd never been before. Now they have a restaurant called Top of the World. And their menu sounds absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, it costs an arm and a leg. We're talking like 75 bucks for lobster. And the cheapest thing they have is 30. So, A and I, we had a cheaper dinner somewhere else, probably another buffet. And then we just went to one of the clubs at the Stratosphere. Had some drinks, even though technically neither one of us is supposed to drink alcohol. We figured it was a special occasion. We could get away with it. We got to stand on the balcony, look out over the beautiful Las Vegas Strip, and just kind of recover from the shitty morning we had with that really stupid timeshare presentation. I beg of you, please be smart and don't get sucked into any of that bullshit. Because <laughs> it's just going to be a waste of your time and you're going to be angry and sad. Looking on the stratosphere site here, looks like we went to the Remix Lounge, if I remember correctly, which, pretty simple place, but good music and uh, decently priced drinks, a nice view when you go out on their balcony. Of course, just about every place in Vegas looks nice when you go out on their balcony. I was just thrilled because even when the times I'd been to the Stratosphere, I mean, Vegas as a kid, I'd never been to the Stratosphere. Now, 
I don't know if they're open since the pandemic, but they used to have these amazing rides. But they were kind of expensive. <laughs> so that's why A and I didn't do any of them. We had, I believe, a roller coaster. And then another one that was kind of lame, where you were in like this rocket-shaped thing, and it tilted back and forth, but you had to look, you looked way down, and then it tilted you back, so you looked way up. I think that would cause you to have some real motion sickness if you had anything in your stomach. Then the one big thing they have is their zip line that goes from the stratosphere down to the strip. But that costs a hell of a lot of money, like at least a hundred bucks, probably more. So that's why we didn't do it. And as cool as it is, it's probably also terrifying <laughs> to go that long of a distance, but the view would be amazing. So we had our last night and we went back to our little cheap hotel woke up the next morning packed up I think the typical uh, checkout time is around 11 or you can get a late checkout which I think the latest they do is around 1 JB came picked us up and we drove back to our boring little city in the neighboring state. But, I don't know, a uh, wedding in Vegas can be a great experience if it's something that you actually plan for. I have a, a co-worker and he and his girl have been engaged for quite a while. I have to, you know, put it on the back burner because of COVID. Yay, COVID! And I keep telling him, dude, just go to Vegas. Just get it over with. It'll be so easy. And he's saying, oh, yeah, well, we could. We've talked about it. That's the whole thing about Vegas. You don't got to talk about it. You just got to fucking do it. <laughs> just hop down there, two-hour drive, get your license, get married, come back. There you go. You can do it in a weekend. Less than a weekend. Oh well. So, anyway, thanks for kind of listening to this rambling of mine. Uh, this has been J Train, and thank you for taking this ride with me.